Hey, this is Sean Whalen with the Bite Size Podcast. I'm here today with Dr. Emma and Dr. Annie. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Just saw a morning full of patients. Yeah, thanks for having us again today. Absolutely. So we got a lot of fun things to talk about today. You guys just got back from Washington, D.C. for Lobby Day. But before we get to that, before we sat down today, I was talking to Emma. And Emma mentioned that she's a little bit of a rule follower, which is hard for me to believe. Now, what do you mean by that you're a rule follower? I feel like I am a rule follower. I'm, like, scared to get in trouble, you know? I, so, you're, I, okay, I see that. You are scared to get in trouble, but I don't think you're a rule follower. I think you like to bend the rules to the point where you're not going to get in trouble. And then the minute you're in trouble, you're, like, remorseful that you're in trouble, but you're not really remorseful for what you did. So you're oh, kind of like... 100%. You're kind of like my kids. 100%. I'm not like remorseful for what I did, but I'm sad I got in trouble and got caught. Yeah, so let's frame that in some sort of <laughs> dental situation. So like, if you know that I'm on the floor and you know that I want you to block a kid and use rubber dam, I feel like you're going to try to hurry up and do a, a prep without any numbing with an isolate. And you're just like, I hope I get this done before he comes in. Yes. Guilty. Guilty as charged. Guilty. Okay. Good. So I don't... So I'm not a rule follower. No, you just want to get away with everything. Yes, this is true. <laughs> she wants the reputation of being a rule follower. Did you? Annie's a rule follower. I don't know if I would go that far. Are you? Did you steal <laughs> little pieces of candy from 7-Eleven when you were a kid? Yes. Really? In I Boulder? Went, I don't, not like 7-Eleven things, but I got with the wrong crowd in like middle schoolish area, and I feel like that was the... Were you vaping? No, 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 no. But people would like take things, you know? She's susceptible to peer pressure. I'm very, like, I want to be cool. I am susceptible. Is that why you tell everybody that you went to Duke? Yeah. Okay. That's for, that <laughs> for their automatic status. I feel, like, I feel like we beat the dead, dead horse with that one, so we'll just let that go. Okay. And then DC is the main focus of this. But, Annie, I was working with you a little bit today. What did you, what did, you were doing some class twos. What do I get after you guys about with class two preps? Um, just kind of your outline needs to be very ideal mm -hmm. and that we're always taking into consideration like our principles of GV Black <laughs> and prepping. Well, not GV Black. But I just, haven't like, heard that name in a yeah, long time. I mean, you, extending like grooves and baby teeth like because they're going to lose them anyway. Just make sure there's no more decay. But the bigger thing is just that the boxes are really tight, right? Yeah. Okay. Just to keep in mind those 90 degree angles, those good S curves. Mm -hmm. yeah. And sometimes I think I can get a little too wide. Uh, buckle lingual with my boxes, which yeah. can really kind of I feel like you guys get wide and then they, they Y out. Yes. But yeah, the number one reason your class two preps, outside of like your bonding and isolation, are going to fail is the design of your prep. But So we talked a little bit of dentistry, so we can check that box. <laughs> so, let's talk about the fun things. Let's talk about the fun things. So we have two fun things to talk about. One is you guys just got back from Washington, D.C. So who went to D.C. and what were you guys doing there? So we took two interns and two residents. Um, it was us two and then Dr. Tyus and Dr. Will. Um, and we were all basically there to support all of the lobbying for Colorado, along with three different children's residents. What were the main topics? So we had three main topics. Um, the first one was Title VII, um, which talked about funding for academic pediatric dentists. Um, and basically loan repayment for them. Um, and mostly because we know that going into academics, you're um, not gonna get paid as much and a lot of people get out of school with a lot of debt. And so it doesn't really incentivize um, newly graduated pediatric dentists to go into academia. 
So let's talk about that really quick. So, I mean, you did a really good job describing it. But good job. She had practice in D.C. She did this in front of senators. Yeah, I mean, you got to do it, like, over and over and over again. Um, what is, so when it, you say loan repayment, is it, is the bill to, or the proposition to completely repay their loans, or is it a percentage? Over five years, and it's mostly on the back end. And they designed it that way because end, they found... So like year one and two, you may get 10 or 20%. Oh, I see what you're saying. But on year, year five, five, you're going to get like the rest of your loans were paid, whether that be like 50% or 30%. So they set it up um, so that people do get their full loan amount repaid, um, but they really want to keep people in academia that go into it. So um, they found that once people have been working in an institution or a hospital for five years, they're a lot more likely to stay. And that's why they do they do it um, over five years. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised to hear that it's five years. I would lean more towards seven, because yeah. I think there's like a, I don't know. But whatever, I think it's great. We have a huge problem with uh, getting people in ap- academics right now in most academic positions, and I don't want to quote anything, but I'm guessing pay less than 200 a year. If you guys are coming out between three and 600 a year in the whole, which some people are more, like, it's just not feasible. You got to live. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So what else were you guys lobbying? The other bill was like access to OR. So dentistry doesn't pay as well to the hospitals, like at the reimbursement rate, as compared to our colleagues like ENT that do surgeries. So we were just asking for equal um, reimbursement rate at the hospitals, so dentistry can get more OR time because we have long wait lists, as you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know it's taken up in the main hospitals, but it hasn't taken up in the ambulatory surgical centers. So And the rural Rural. Hospitals. So that's what we were really advocating for was rural locations. Yeah, I'm sure Dr. Call talked to you about how difficult Colorado Springs is. Yes, exactly. And then our last one was called ELSA, ELSA. so um, Ensuring Lasting Smiles Act. Mm-hmm. And that is for surgeries for um, kids who are born with anatomical defects mm-hmm. or anomalies. So. A lot of those kids are the cleft kids mm-hmm. um, and kids who need multiple surgeries that are medically necessary to restore function and aesthetics. So this gets their medical insurance to cover their dental needs in the hospital, correct? Yes. Yeah, a lot of times it only covers one surgery, but as you know, with cleft kids, they need like multiple. So it only was covering one. And it almost passed last year, but there was a hiccup where the, it was like interpreted wrong. So they are reintroducing the bill again this year. So Dr. Call and I used to go to D.C. So that would, I can't see you there. Why? I, I feel like... I'm offended. Like, in a good way. <laughs> like, you know, we have to kind of be PC and, like, play the rule. Like, if you're with a Republican, you know, you kind of, like, oh, no. go Republican. I can see you just going in and being, no, like... No, I can't come in hot. You <laughs> hot. Can't, you can't... You don't want to be... So they have, like, 30 people they meet with every day, and everyone's PC and respectful. And, like, I think in order to get them to remember you and remember what you're talking mm-hmm. about, you yeah. have to be a little more... Like, just like, no, this is what we want, and this is why we want it. Because you listen to all those three things, and there are logical people out there that could make counter-arguments to those things, be like, well, I don't think the government should have a hand in this. But because of the profession we're in and because we see kids, mm-hmm. we're like, well, this totally makes sense, so we need this to, like, make our world better. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to have passionate people that want to argue the point. Um, it is fascinating to see how D.C. runs, don't you think? Yes. It is crazy. Yeah, like I think those, it was really good for us to be able to go into like the congressmen's offices and it was so fun. Those see how much staff they have. <laughs> those people read no bills, you know that. Like they don't read any of that. Oh stuff. no, 
they have like a couple pet issues that they they like and endorse, and they yeah. vote party line on everything else, and they have legislative aides that read all their stuff, which is super scary. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. We had so much fun, even just like in D.C., and there's so much to do, the museums, the monuments. Dr. Call made us run at Sunrise Run on Monday morning to the monument. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we did a 5.55 a.m. run. Okay. Um, this is great. And the goal was to do a sunrise run. Mm-hmm. We went up to the Lincoln Memorial and then kind of looked over to the Washington On the reflection Memorial. pool. Mm-hmm. So the goal was to get to the Lincoln Memorial at sunrise, but one thing we didn't take into consideration <laughs> was that daylight savings was Sunday, na- Sunday night or morning. So we were an hour early. <laughs> and so we got wow. there and the sunrise wasn't for another hour. Cold. Freezing. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Call also told us it would be a casual run. It was he's a military man. He was sprinting. We, was couldn't, we couldn't keep up. Really? I don't yeah. picture that. Going so we were running like seven fifty mile pace at six AM in the morning. That, first of all, that's not sprinting. For a six AM run, I was thinking we were gonna do like a nine thirty, ten minute cruise. That's a, that's a walk. For someone who hasn't ran in a long time, it felt fast. <laughs> it was hard. Seven fifty he was sprinting? That's pretty fast. I don't know. So Annie, me, Tyus. Tyus ran? Tyus came, and then Jake Holtzman, he went to dental school here at CU and is in residency at Washington, and then Aaron Bubin, who went to dental school here, is in at Ohio State. They came with us. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. It was fun. So you had fun. You got to see the inner workings of D.C. It's kind of, I mean, I don't want to say it's gross, but the whole thing, like, that people have to pitch them things that are actually good for, like, human beings, and, like, I feel like some Crazy. of the bills for... A, the ADA and the AAPD, they're kind of layups. Like, like if you want to help mm-hmm. kids, like, give us some access so we can fix them. For sure. And then they're, like, considering it. They're like, well, who wants to sign on the bill? Yeah. It so. was yeah. crazy. I think the most eye-opening thing, too, is the amount of funds that go towards lobbying. Like, I understand that it's part, part. of it's how it. everything works. Yeah. But it's crazy, like, the amount of funds that the ADA and the AAPD have to have in order to kind of get senators on board and it's gross yeah I think that part is really eye-opening who was the most like out of the congressmen and the senators that you met who did you think who was the most down to earth you're like okay I could vote for this person I just felt like the difference between the house and the senate was crazy like it was way because the house no the senate the house was a lot more open and friendly I would say Mm -hmm. um Overall, the senator's staff were had like all these phones, phones out, like talking, multitasking, had all these meetings. You could tell a lot more serious. Yeah, I think Dr. Call. We didn't meet with any senators or representatives directly. We were meeting with all their staff. I was one. Okay. Oh, I know um, Senator Bennett. Dr. Call said has been in really great support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was wanted to say to the legislative aides because you can tell they were like working their butt off, and they're definitely like angling because they're all really smart people. For sure. But they're definitely angling for like position in politics or a lobbying firm or maybe they're going to run for office. And I always wanted to look at them like, like, what if you don't make it? I know. This is a lot of work for like what if this doesn't pan out. We actually met a super cool staff. He was a pharmacist. Yep. And then in COVID, he wasn't able to see patients and stuff, so we got into the policy side of things, and now he's a staff member. Yeah, Which is pretty cool. he was really upset with um, certain patients not getting coverage for different drugs under Medicaid, mm-hmm. and that's what like inspired him to go into. Who's he working for? Um, he was the first person one of the representatives. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. Um, but he was really candid and um, just. He's a, a UNC fan, so we didn't like him at the end. <laughs> oh, that's right. You went to Duke. I know. You haven't said at it the in end, he's like, months. "I like UNC," and I'm like, oh, "I thought I liked you." Yeah. yeah, Dr. Call loves that stuff. He loves D.C. 
He does. He was in his element. It was cool to see him in his element, too. Like, he's a famous person now. Everyone knew him. I told you. I told you guys when he took this job, this is a really big deal. Yes. Um, Where did you guys stay? Did you guys stay in Georgetown? In the Mayflower Hotel. Was it nice? It was very nice. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a historic spot. So they had a really nice espresso martini we got to try. Yes. Wait a second. You guys were drinking? (laughs) Well, yeah. The other part that's super fun about D.C. is it's like this huge networking event. Free drinks, free food. You're with all the other residents from all the programs. So we met a lot of friends. We got wined and dined. We got wined and dined by um, companies that want to hire a pediatric dentist. Gross. Yeah. Gross. It was great. But I took him up on the free dinners. You did? Yeah. So sure. what company did you go to dinner with? We went with D4C. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they bought up all the pediatric dental practices in the Midwest. Yeah. None they don't have any offices in Colorado, so they weren't really trying to What sell are they us I'm curious. And I you know, I'm older, so like what what was their sales pitch? They want to help dentists with the business side. So I whoa, think whoa, whoa, a lot whoa, whoa, whoa. of that's their pitch. That's you would say pitch. they want to help the dentist with the they business want, side. That's a, their go-to is like, you be the dentist but while being an owner, but don't do any of the owner's stuff. Yeah. Do you believe that to be true? Well, I am definitely more of a, you probably are too, want to do more private practice than DSO stuff. But it's hard because I think the future is going towards DSO. Ugh. I know. Well, we'll see. Yeah, All right, what's it's hard our, to know. I think there's some companies that are different. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think they all want money, but we'll we'll see. Let's not go down that tangent. That's a that's, <laughs> that's a, a different that's podcast. a weird that's a weird tangent. Um, okay, last thing, and then we got to go eat lunch. Um, it sounds like Annie, it's your boyfriend, which we'll get into that, and <laughs> Emma, it's your husband, Ryan, who I actually know. I've not met Seamus, Annie's boyfriend, but it sounds like they're best friends now. <laughs> yep, yeah, they bonded last Thursday. They went skiing while we were at work. Like Dale and Brendan <laughs> from uh, Step Brothers. Exactly. So, and they came back, and yeah, we all got dinner together. And now they're hanging out. Do they're they? Do out. they text? texting. texting? I think they started texting they're about super March into Madness. Betting. Both of them are really into the whole betting. Oh, and that's March good. Madness. That's a good trait. Yep. So they're uh, yeah texting each other about the under or the over mm-hmm. or yeah. yeah. Seamus was really happy about um, Ryan's bet on a team, and I think they're starting to take advice from one another, which. <laughs> Could be a bit dangerous. It's well, dangerous. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's completely like flipped. It's not your guys. It's not you and Annie anymore. Oh, for sure. It'll not. be it'll be Ryan and Seamus when they start doing multiple things by themselves, like without you two. Yep. You know, like, they don't even you know. think to invite you. Like they're like they're gonna be like, hey, we're gonna go grab a bite to eat, and you're like, well, I'm hungry. Well, that's what like, happened. Yeah. Annie and I were like at work, and they're like, hey, we're eating pizzas and watching March Madness. Pe- you guys want to come? Plural. <laughs> plural pizzas. <laughs> I'm like, I guess we can be invited to your guys' video. Yeah. In their defense, they skied all day. They so. did ski. We sat here. Guys are easy like that. We make friends really easy. I know. So. It was fun. It was good bonding for Will, Andrew, Annie, and I, too, in D.C. No, I think it's great. I'm, I'm very thankful that you guys did it. I hope that you um, keep an interest in it. And um, all that stuff is really important. You know, Dr. Call would tell you that we kind of keep our we keep it in the back of their mind of what we're going for, even if we don't get it the first time. Like, you, what bill didn't pass last year? Elsa, it's actually the fourth year that they're reintroducing. Yeah, so like sometimes it'll take five years to get a bill passed, um, and you get a little difference in the the numbers in, in Congress, and 
uh, we'll get things passed. But so I'm really happy that you guys went. Yeah, we're grateful that we got to go. Yeah, it was really fun. We got to meet a lot of other residents from different programs, which is always. Were you profiling like a meeting? Like I don't like that guy. Yeah, for sure. And we were like, we were pretty open. We I were feel like we were bragging about Denver Health. Like no, we were. We're like, we, we do really this. You don't bragging. do that. We oh, do this. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get definitely the go-to is to make other people feel like they're getting a worse experience. Worse, for sure. Right off the bat. Yeah, I'm, make them feel I'm really totally bad about themselves. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's go have some lunch. Thanks for being on, and uh, I will see you guys. I won't see you guys for like two weeks because I'm going on vacation. But I can't believe you're leaving us. I'm just going on vacation. Well deserved. Deserved. You deserve a vacation. Yeah. All right, thanks, Dr. Right. for having us. Thanks Thank for you. listening. Talk to you guys later.